Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world. Anchor FM, Anchor.com, from your bedroom, living room, bathroom, any room your heart desires, all around. This evening, my first feature that I might have right here in my hands is on an artist who died a year ago. The originator, the proclamator, the emancipator, the Georgia Peach. <laughs> The one and only, one of the kings of rock and roll, one of the most thought-provoking, electrifying, charismatic, energetic artists, performers that you'll ever meet, government named Richard Pennington, stage name, Little Richard. And what an artist. Talk about an artist that defied logic, broke down barriers, did his own thing. And songs that still speak to to this day uh, inspired a whole generation of who's who. This cat was so bad that at one time he had a chance to manage both the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. They wanted him, you know, David Bowie wanted to be like him. You obviously see his influence and impact imagery-wise and to some extent musically-wise on Prince. Very brazen with it. Michael Jackson was had in touch of him too. A lot of artists... You could tell, definitely was checking out the way Little Richard strutted and the way he did his thing. I mean, he was a game-changing artist and truly one of a kind. And when you hear his songs, they evoke a lot of emotion. They speak for themselves. And here they go. Here's some of the songs. Long Tall Sally. The thing about this song, I mean, like, you know... A pitch here or there, he was like in the same kind of almost neighborhood as Chuck Berry with almost like a, because he's from the South, the country, but he had this gospel, blues, rock, pop thing going, which is the only reason why he didn't veer over to the countryside, but he he could have pulled it off though. He had the, he had it not just with the tone, but the way he played, but he had so much boogie woogie in him. And then when you listen to the way he would go into his cadence, Dare I say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Little Richard was like a precursor to some forms of hip-hop. Because he could have been a cold rapper. I mean, he... I ain't talking about the sleepy time mumble rap. I'm talking about when you had to spit bars and cadence. Little Richard had it like that. And that's one thing when you hear like a song like Long Tall Sally. He gets into that cadence and he can go. You know, he can really go. And that's one of the songs that highlights it, you know. You hear him going into that. His songs are funny, tongue-in-cheek, pretty self-explanatory, but yet they got they they definitely make you the musicality is what makes them so strong too. The next cut that I dig a whole lot on here was she's she's got it. Pretty straightforward, but I like the way the song grooves. And he always understood, like, you know, in his arrangements, how he hit certain parts. I mean, he just definitely um you know, took it to the next step. You know, he really understood. Like I said, when you listen to his music, there's levels to it, there's sentiments to it, and it takes it to another level. And that's one of the one of the coolest things about when you listen to his music. It just it moves you, and you can feel uh, where he's going with it. So you know, and this is one of those songs where it's definitely another banger. Um, and and the way he did his songs <laughs> was so, they would be freaky today, but they were so suggestive, but yet the way he did them, and, and he just had a uniqueness about it, just, just you know. 
like cut like slipping and sliding. <laughs> I mean, the metaphors is hilarious. But the way he did, you know, he was not afraid. He was bold, you know. He was, like I call one of the boldest black artists ever. You know, when you listen to his music, when you hear what he was putting down, you're like, he didn't miss no words. And yet he did it in such a style that was so pleasing and so almost middle of the road that it's like, the best way to describe Lil Richard is like Red Fox gets what he's saying, but yet the Leave It to Beaver crowd is bopping their heads. That was that was such a trip because he had these ways of putting the messages like that, and yet it was so accessible. Just really uncanny, but yet it was so funny too when you listen to them songs and uh, you know the way he went about it. And um, I dug that cut. Rip It Up is another one. Um, imagine if a rapper came out with that today, you know. <laughs> but Little Richard singing it, you know, people are like, oh, he's just Little Richard. He's so silly and all this. But again, the way he boogie-woogied on the piano, and his 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 piano runs were sweet. I mean, them things grooved, and they were like sprints, but they had a roll about them. And you could hear the da 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 And they had this... They were going as he was playing, but they had so much groove and run to them, and they had such a pace to them. But then the way he would sing on top of that, it was like... And he would just flow, you know? It's like he really had a jet to it, you know? So that was another one of them songs that just was, uh, you know, it was hilarious... But you got the, again, you got the inside joke about it. It was a trip. Another cut all around the world. Um, you know, he was always his strongest when he was like in a certain mode. And um, again, as an artist, um, he definitely covered so many bases with his music. I mean, you know, you hear the way the music goes in this cadence and it sounds like this and yet he has all these other dynamics going on with his voice other dynamics going on with his style of playing and the way the arrangements concur it's just really reinvigorating and how he could just shift so many gears so effortlessly without trying and yet you know he could stay in a certain key but yet it's just that his 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 uh aura made him like a multi-dynamic artist. I mean, it was, it was, it was, uh, incredible how you, you know, you digest and you can't compartmentalize him because he's just got a lot of different things going on with his music. And that's why he's one of the best, how he did it, because that's an underrated charm that he had. He could really do that. And I, and I really appreciate that when I heard that particular song that really showcased that the next song I dug was the girl can't help it. And I love the way he had the background vocals saying the girl can't help it. And I like that like that type of tone. We get into the music with the sax, the way the instrumentation grooved. And he had his musicians. He always attracted top musicians and the way the, the rollicking groove would go. And it just was like one of them situations where you're like, man, he just really has this soul to a certain, to a science, the way he wanted this to sound and how it inspired, because I know on one hand, the way he would sing, on one hand, the way he would play, and then you have to keep up with the courses and everything, but he just packed a lot of punch into it for two or three minutes, 
and he made them songs speak for themselves. And this was another one that just had one of those catchy choruses, and it just grooved. And it was the truth. It really was. And the last song that I'm going to talk about with Little Richard's Concern is Tutti Fruity. And, you know, when you see some old stiff-necked, tired turkey like Pat Boone covering it, and yes, I'm going there because I thought that was embarrassing, racist, and atrocious. How somebody's going to sit there and make a career off of somebody else's songs, get paid more money off them, and then do a tired, flat version. That's embarrassing. Wasn't that long ago. And so some people might say, well, why... You know, you're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak about it because Little Richard deserved better than that. This was over 60 plus years ago, but it was still painful to have to hear that. Don't want to see somebody doing a lounge act. But this song has been covered by a who's who. And he originally was Tutti Fruity Good Booty, but you know, you can't say that back in the 50s on the radio. But he didn't care. I mean, that's the thing about him. He was so far ahead with his words and the way he would uh, create his expressions, his honesty, his rawness. You know, you really knew when you listened to him, he was one of a kind. You know, you're just like uh, thinking to yourself that there would be an enshrine and everything else for him because his impact is felt so much. You know, you can't talk about traditional rock and pop and not mention Little Richard. He is the architect of that, and he groundbreaker. And as he said, the originated in the proclamator, so he did all that. But anyway, um, wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for another. And uh, please tell with me your favorite Little Richard songs, videos, live performances, or albums. Uh, just because a song is older or album is older doesn't mean you can't hear or see something new in them because... What a lot of music that Little Richard did inspired a lot of artists. A lot of artists covered him, and he left a lasting impact, and he will not soon be forgotten. Um, keep it funky. Be safe out there. Watch out for one another until the next time. And if you haven't, give Little Richard a spin because his music is very versatile, and it goes into different sectors and spheres. So, till next time, peace.